The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Toink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Use code WINGEEKS15 for 15% off your order. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is your host, the dashing duo, the Boba Fett to my Mandalorian, or Phoenix Shan, <laughs> the Tuscan to the Bantha. It is... <laughs> And right now, I look like the Harry Bantha. It is my myself and Derek. How are you doing? You know, I didn't want to say it, but right now, when I if I was to text my wife, it would say, "Who are you calling, scruffy looking?" <laughs> um, that would be me right now. <laughs> I really do need to shave, and I think this is the most facial hair I've had on my face since you've ever known me. <laughs> so, um, check out the homepage which is behind. I will get it caught up. I promise. But things have been crazy because I've been doing this thing called uh, the Halcyon, uh, the Star Cruiser. Um, but check out the homepage, right-hand column. Uh, it's our affiliates. Supporting them supports us. Like Biddy Boomers, uh, use code WeebyGeeks for 15% off. Um, here, uh, heroes and Villains. Um, I'm trying to go through uh, superhero stuff. They've always had some great stuff. And I believe Andesi chairs uh, their gaming chairs check them out they're they're running great deals as well uh and like you heard in our opening tag use code WINGEEKS15 for 15 percent off your purchase from toy and toy's got some new stuff there so that's pretty awesome so yeah um oh this is cool remember over on wookie radio how we talked about the uh 10 of 5 hallway playset for the vintage collection mm-hmm they have it on sale right now for thirty one ninety nine. Normally fifty two ninety nine. Oh wow, that's not bad. And this is for the three and three quarter inch figures. Uh, see this? This would be cool to get and change it up to kind of look like uh, a Halcyon a little bit, even. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hmm. 
Um, no, I, I love this hallway. Just to ha- just to have a a ship hallway for display it would be awesome. So, uh, but yeah, thirty one ninety nine for that. And um, this upcoming week on Wookie Radio, we're going to be recording episode two two fifty, and we're going to end up. I thought it was going to be Steve from Toink coming on. Um, schedule didn't work out, but we have Summer coming back. Oh, nice. To to chat Star Wars, and uh, maybe we could discuss some of this uh, new stuff as well. They had the Sabacc playing cards that were sold at Target as well, whereas a normal deck, of, a, a normal 52-card deck, but shaped and, and look like a Sabacc deck. But it's got the normal four, four, club, you know, four suits, like a normal card deck. Mm-hmm. And is a a normal English set. I have this deck. It's a great looking deck for for those times that I wanna I wanna play solitaire, but I wanna make it seem like I'm playing solitaire with Sabak with a Sabak deck, but I'm using an actual regular like poker deck. You can play poker, and make it look like you're playing Sabak because all it is is Sabak shaped cards, but they're regular playing cards. I love this, and we we actually may be doing a uh, giveaway with um, Tonic for our 250th episode nice and if we had to pick stuff you know i think i may throw in those uh playing cards choose those as a one of prizes that'd be great so i i gotta talk to summer this weekend and find out find out where we go um but yeah so going there yeah, all that it helps support us uh it supports yeah, with no additional cost to you guys and it allows you guys to uh help support our partners and affiliates uh, and I'm going to say, too, if you're ever looking to get into podcasting, one, feel free to send Derek and I an email. We would love to hear from you, love to help you guys out. And right now, we both recommend um, microphones and headphones from Tascam. Oh, OK, yeah, I will say partially because, well, they're a sponsor as well, mm-hmm. but some great product. And definitely interface wise, uh, I would still recommend either the um, Tascam Mini Studio, which you can get from B&H Photo, or their new, uh, if you really had the money, I would say save up the money to get uh, the Tascam MixCast audio interface. It It's superb. It really is. And How we, much is that? Uh, it is $599.99 at most. That's mm-hmm. just retail. I think it's a little cheaper at B&H Photo, a few other places. It may be like five, five six nine, five fifty nine. Just depends on where you go. Uh, very, very comparable to the Rodecaster. I think there are some features um, from the Rode Rodecaster interface uh, that are better on the Tascam. So um, I did a review on our Weeby Geeks YouTube channel about it. So check it out. So um, other than that, I'm trying to think, where do we go to start? Well, um, no, we could go start to the at the beginning, I guess. Well, let's then go to the beginning. Well, we could uh, <clears throat> have some real fun and pull out. I could pull out my uh, Dungeons and Dragons dice. Well, it's not <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons specific dice, but you know, and we could roll for stories. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, a possibility as well. Um, but no, we'll go go ahead and go this way. Um, Batman fans, of course, the movie just came out. Have you seen it yet? Yes, I have. How I have not. I actually did a, a review of it on uh, my New England Society of Geeks podcast. I have not seen it yet, so I'm gonna ask: How bad did they butcher the Riddler? It, <laughs> I I liked the way they handled the Riddler personally. Um, you being a huge Riddler fan, I'm 
I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see what you would think, but uh, I, I like the way they handled it. And overall, I really, I thought the movie was really good. Definitely, it was in the top of the Batman film. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm just. I've only to... seen it once, so it's too it, too early to say it's the best, but it was definitely up there. I'm just concerned about them re-imaging Riddler and going away from the initial essence of the character. Um, I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, you'd have to be, you'd have to judge for yourself. Yeah. But I, 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 I thought they did a good job with it. Okay. Well, I, I do want to give it a shot. Uh, I plan on seeing it at some point. It's just a matter of when. But um, it does come out to HBO Max in April. I could wait till April. I could. I do have HBO Max, but I kind of want to see it in the theater, though. It, I would recommend seeing it in the theater. It's definitely worth it. However, please keep in mind the movie is two hours and 55 minutes long. So drink a 42-ounce drink before I go into the theater. Yes, and finish it before the movie starts and you can pee in the cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, coming from... Comicbook.com. The Batman fans debate which villains they want to see in the sequel. This has already been said there's a sequel. Mm. And Mm. apparently there's been, it's been hinted or it leaves itself perfectly for a sequel. So, um, Mm -hmm. oh yes, it does. Oh yes, it does. So uh, with the Batman delivering updated versions of Penguin, Catwoman, and the Riddler, which what I saw of Penguin was great. And I guess he, 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 I was Colin Farrell, right? Yes. Amazing job. Amazing. And apparently he had to fight for Penguin to be smoking. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I read and, that. Yeah. And you know, he always smoked in the comics when you're going for this particular look. Right. Yeah. And he used to smoke. Now, uh, he's smoked what? A cigar, right? And that's not cigarettes? Yes. I'm okay with that. I think. Yeah. I, I'm okay with that. That would oh, be so good. That would be so uh, good. Um, I hear Catwoman is amazing as well. Yes, she was awesome too. Yeah. So, just for me, uh, Riddler is just no matter how good the other two are, Riddler could be the make or break for me. Just depending on how 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 much they stray. So, yeah, I I do want to see. It, it has it, it's piqued my curiosity. So it so I, I will be watching to see it. What yeah. You think? Yeah. Um. And I, and I hear Pattinson does a, a brilliant job as. Bruce and yes, he does. He really does. That we haven't we haven't had um, we haven't had this combo since Michael Keaton is is what I'm hearing. He's being compared to Keaton. Um, I might agree with that because in both cases, the Bruce Wayne are not my favorites. Okay, but he did good. He did good overall. Um, another cool thing about that I loved about the movie is it's so since it's year two of Batman. He's not like the perfect Batman who gets everything right. He makes he makes some some, some mistakes. So, uh, which is really cool. Which I like how they did it. So they're pulling from the year two story arc. Mm-hmm. Really, I don't I don't remember ever being a part of that. I don't either. But uh, eh. but to work it in is fine. I mean, if it's well, the, the, if it's the foundation there, for the film, there's other there's other they pull from other stories as well. So someone. Someone at work was saying it pulls from um, it, like a year one, year two. I'm like, okay, then they may be pulling with Riddler as well. They may they may twist a zero year 
in there a little bit as well. Um, there's also like a little bit of the long Halloween. And, Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and even a little bit of no man's land. If you remember that storyline. I all. do. I do. Yeah. So, so. uh, so yeah, so yeah. this, this particular, um, debut, uh, the Batman, um, got fans, the character talking about what villains could we see next in the second film? Uh, Tim Burton followed up. Joker with Catwoman and Penguin. Christopher Nolan followed up Scarecrow and Rajah's Ghoul with Joker. What does Matt Reeves have in mind? Here's some of the ideas people are tossing around. Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be yeah. cool. Okay. Um, Scarecrow. Oh, yeah, that could be interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing Scarecrow come back. Um, Clay, Clayface. Yeah. <laughs> we both got interrupted tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they're all, they're both good. Inter- would be cool. Both good interruptions. Cause I just said goodnight to my daughter because <laughs> we record, we record later in the evening. So I, I get time with the family a little bit before we record. Um, I think you're the same way. Yep. So, uh, Clayface, man, bat. Um, mm. I like man, bat. I don't know if he's strong enough to carry a movie on his own. I think if you but te- maybe if, if you, you could if, throw in like a secondary villain too. If you did like a scarecrow man bat. Oh yeah, that would be cool. That would be wild. Yeah, that, um, I could see that. Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange and Man Bat would be great. Yes. Uh, yes. Bane. It's the other one. Um Hush. Mm, be cool. Hush. Mm. Um Two Face, Black Mask, and the one that I've been mm. skirting around, which is the one I actually kind of want to see. Was a creation of Scott Snyder, Court of Owls. Yes, Court of Owls. Um, great. Yeah, I would love to see that. And there was there was um, some hinting towards Court of Owls in the movie. So yeah, that would be cool. See, so, yeah, I, I think Court of Owls would be great. Um, another another person. Uh, um, I want every Batman villain to face off against. Battinson. I want Two Face, Mr. Freeze, Clayface, Poison mm. Ivy, Court of Owls, Hush, Raja Ghoul, Bane, Calendar Man, mm. Hugo Strange, <laughs> Professor Pig, The Phantasm. Ooh, Phantasm. Ooh. Scarecrow, Harley Quinn, everyone. What, no Kite Man? No Killer Moth? Even though I know. Well, Killer Moth's coming in the Batgirl. Ooh. From what I've been oh, hearing. Yeah. Even though he is a Batman villain, he, he's been more uh, Batgirl in a lot of the stuff that I remember him in more recently. Mm. Um, Court of Owls, maybe even I, I wouldn't mind seeing Clayface. Yeah, I would. I would like to see Clayface. And I, and I wouldn't mind. That'd be cool. I wouldn't mind Man Bat, but like we talked about, Man Bat has got to be partnered with somebody. Mm. And, and I guess the question is: I mean, this first film they did three villains, and you said the film was pretty much a success. Yes, and they handled they handled three villains really well. Could do you think Reeves has it? Has the ability to do Court of Owls, Hugo Strange, and Man Bat all in one film. I could see that working. Yes, especially if Man Bat becomes a an anti hero, anti villain type character, mm-hmm. like he eventually becomes. So you have your two villains, and then you have your your anti like with Catwoman. She's anti hero but anti villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. So he goes on the rampage. So Man Bat goes on the rampage because of the animal instinct, because that's what Hugo Strange did to him. So we kind of spin that origin story of Man Bat a little bit, or he was working with Hugo Strange. 
when he becomes the man bat because wasn't man bat a, a doctor as well yes maybe working with Hugo um, and since Hugo may be in cahoots with Court of Owls um, does something to mess up uh, I can't remember Man Bat's actual character's name but mess up the doctor and turn him into Man Bat I want to say his name was Kirk Langstrom I believe so I'm remembering correctly who supposedly had ties to Batman as well or Bruce Wayne as well mm-hmm. so fan Fan plotting right there. Some interesting ideas. Fan scripting right there. It, it I think it could work. So, uh, what about you? Well, I mean, to me, I'm liking the idea of, of Hugo, Mambat, and Court of Owls. I, what, yeah. What What yeah. would you want? I really like that for the va- for the villains villains team up or villains make up for the Batman too. Hmm. No. I would. I. I think. I would like to see Bane. Okay. Get in there and maybe like. Um. Do something like release. Uh. Some of the patients from Arkham Asylum. A couple of who are we know are villains already. So you're wanting Bane more in the Luchador style. Yes. But smarter than what we got in yes, Batman and Robin. Bane. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, I want smart Bane, not stupid Bane. Go, so go back to the original essence of the character. Yes. Not what we saw in the Nolan verse. I hated that Bane. Mm-hmm. It's not the Bane yeah, so I far, So far, they have not. So far, they're 0 for 2 on, on Banes. Um, so Bane. Sounds like you you would still with Ar- tying in Arkham, you would still potentially pursue Scarecrow and kind of go with the Nolan verse where he's a psychiatrist at Arkham. I did like that plot line with a Scarecrow that Nolan did. Yeah, yeah, I did too. As much as I was not a yeah. fan of the Nolan films, except for the second, um, I loved what he did with Scarecrow. I really loved what he did with Scarecrow. It was a great, mm, yeah. great intro, great debut of Scarecrow into the film, into the onto the big screen. Yes. Um, so sorry, I didn't mean to to force Scarecrow on you. Uh, it just seemed like that's where you were kind of no head. You didn't, yeah. So Bane, Scarecrow, and would you add a third or just leave it there? I'm not sure. Because I think with that combo too, I would add Black Mask. Because then all of a sudden Bane becomes mm, hired be muscle for yeah. Black Mask. Right. Despite the fact that Black Mask really doesn't need it, be good hired muscle to go with Black Mask. Yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah. Well then, hmm. I think we've gone as far as we could go with this. <laughs> I mean, we've done good. Um, now, I don't hide it. I do love watching pro wrestling. I am a wrestling fan. Um, mm-hmm. WrestleMania 2, or WrestleMania 2, uh, the two-night WrestleMania 38 event for this year, because uh, they did, I think, since the pandemic, 2020, they've been making it two nights, and it, and it's still selling well. Um, this year, it's in April. It's, oh, where is it? April, it's April 2nd and 3rd, I believe it's when it is. Um, so we're, we're, we're in that final countdown. Well, there's a, one of their announcers over on SmackDown is former football player Pat McAfee who also has his own show on Sirius XM. Well, the, at one point, he wrestled in the developmental program called NXT way back and went after one of the top 
top teams, top guys there with his own quote unquote team. Um, then he, you know, once that whole storyline ended, he kind of disappeared from the limelight and then was brought in as a ring announcer for the main rosters for SmackDown. Cool. Guy does a great job. Um, really for, for color, color commentary. He's great. Well, it was announced last week that he's going to be jumping in to the ring again at WrestleMania against a guy named Austin Theory. Uh, the storyline started when Vince McMahon visited McAfee's show and revealed he would be wrestling at the biggest event of the year. All early reports indicated that it was going to be McMahon, 73 year old Vincent K. McMahon wrestling, which he probably could do. Mm. But at this point in time, I'm not interested in that anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So now they're saying uh, the Wrestling Observer newsletter revealed that possible reason why this hasn't or why it didn't happen and why McMahon took himself out of the match is um, Theory would take all the bumps for McMahon throughout the match. However, McMahon evidently has second thoughts about being advertised for the match if he couldn't deliver without significant smoke and mirrors. Uh, The report also says, too, that McMahon will get involved in the match in some way, courtesy of an additional angle yet to come. It could be him at ringside or him making a handicap match, which has also been discussed. Um, so when McMahon appeared on McAvee's show, uh, he spoke about being himself, about McAvee being himself and fans responding to it, and then offered him a chance to wrestle and find a quality opponent. And of course, we come find out after Theory slapped McAvee that um, he was the opponent. Now, Theory's been in the storyline where he's the sole, sort of a, an apprentice to Vince McMahon uh, since joining Raw. So it already has um, the McMahon presence built in if they decide to go that route. So with McAvee wrestling, this kind of brings in yet another celebrity match for um, for WrestleMania. So we got Johnny Knoxville, who's actually going to be wrestling his second ever match, but first solo match in the WWE, <laughs> which that itself could be entertaining. <laughs> So I don't know if I lost you with this article, um, but hearing some of this, what do you think? A long time since I've watched wrestling. (laughs) Could be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I just don't know if a Vince McMahon story arc really needs to be happening at this point in time. Mm. Yeah. So, but uh, moving right along again from comicbook.com, Peacemaker Funko Pops, Bear It All. As pre-orders drop today, as we're recording, I saw those. They're so cool. I want them. Um, so the first Funko Pop of John Cena's Peacemaker debuted with the Suicide Squad wave last year, uh, and now with the spinoff series, it's time for Cena's new team to get their own time in the spotlight. Uh, the Funko Pop, the Peacemaker Funko Pop wave includes Peacemaker with Eagly, Eagly clutching an American flag, Digital Anti with the chainsaw. Judo master in a fighting pose, and of course, peacemaker in his tidy whities. Note too, there is a fl- there is also a flocked, you know, fuzzy version of Eagly that will be available as an Amazon exclusive. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sweet. And these are all available for pre-order now as we're talking. Nice. Peacemaker and tidy whities is great. <laughs> I like the Eagly with the flag. That flocked Eagly, yeah. Judo master. Judo master is very cool. Eh, vigilante, I, I could go either way. Uh, Peacemaker yeah. with Eagly, it's not bad, but I I would think I'd be more Eagly with the flag, clutching the flag. Mm-hmm. That, that'd be yeah. what I'd be interested in. So, um, tell you what, 
because I got my dog barking. Why don't you take this Nintendo story? It's like I gotta step away from the mic real quick. I'm still listening though. Which one? Uh, the Nintendo Switch. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, well, <laughs> Nintendo Switch fan surprise with stealth release of 90s cult classic. How intriguing, huh? Uh, so, those of us who own Nintendo Switches, or the Switch Lite, or the Switch OLED, OLED user, uh, apparently, Nintendo released a game from the 90s without any fanfare. And uh, could be pretty interesting. So, this game that they're releasing. <laughs> I don't think I've played this one. It's Chex Quest, which is a cult classic game. So, the game was originally developed by Digital Cafe. <laughs> and published by General Mills, of course, the serial company. Uh, and the remake was re- released back in 2020. From developers Team Chex Quest, of it, yeah, Team Chex Quest HD and Flight School Studio, uh, and of course, again published by General Mills. Uh, that one was only released on PC via stream. Oh wow! Oh no! Oh no! What computer issues? There. So you're I? back. Uh, talking about something about the game only being available on stream. Yes. Yeah, so Chex Quest. Quest. I've never, I've never even heard of this one, but uh, it was only available. It was the, it was re-released in 2020 via developers Team Checks Quest HD and Flight School Studio, but only for PC via stream. Uh, and the Nintendo Switch is going to be the first console that the game has come to. Uh, so Checks Quest is a modern multiplayer remake of the classic 1996 first-person shooter uh, adventure game of the same name, according to an official pitch of the game. (laughs) The Intergalactic Federation of Snacks outpost on the remote planet of Bozoik (laughs) has been overrun by evil cereal-eating creatures from another dimension. Uh, These slimy fleamoids have taken the citizens of Bozoik captive and it is up to you and the checks mix squadron to free them wow i can't believe i missed this uh thankfully you have a, a handy array of zorching devices which can send these invaders back to their home dimension so you can succeed in your mission it sounds like whoever made this game was uh doing more than eating cereal <laughs> Quite possibly. This is definitely not a game I've ever played before. Okay. Yeah, I, I've never heard of it. I thought it was an interesting story. It is. <laughs> so it's, it's a weird sounding game. Um cult classic, I guess. So I don't know. I might have to check it out. Something we should have started off with the episode with that we didn't. Uh condolences to the Delgado oh, family. Yeah. Emilio yes. Delgado, who played Lewis on Sesame Street. Um, it played Lewis for 40 plus years, uh, yep. passed away today at 81. Yes. He was a very big part of my early childhood. I remember very big part of mine as well. Sesame Street. Very big part of mine as well. Back in the old Sesame Street days. Yep. So our oh, condolences to the I mean, Delgado family. Yes, indeed. 
it's nice to know he did have a, a good long life. So yeah, very healthy life. Mm. And a very uh, a lot. Of, he had a lot of influence on on people on children. So that's good. Uh, of course. A so, nice like a nice legacy for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so moving on from our friends at the Pop Insider, these replicate mini arcade cabinets bring back the dream of the 80s. Mm. So there is a uh, new wave is expanding its replicate line of one sixth scale arcade cabinets with three new additions that fans can now choose from. There's Space Ace, uh, the Space Ace Replicate Conversion Kit Edition, and Dragon Lair Overhaul Edition. And I remember playing these games in the 80s as well. Yes. And Space Ace was a lot easier to play than (laughs) than Dragon's Lair. (laughs) Dragon's Lair shows you which way you you or to go unless you have memorized the gamer's guide because of everyone else who played it and wrote books about it <laughs> and that memorized if you didn't see it if you reacted the moment you saw it you were dead because it was just so the timing on that was so tight you just didn't get it right yeah i i, I was never very good at the those games whereas i remember how revolutionary they were at the time too it was just like yeah. Whereas Space Ace, well, they were they were flowing. They were the first games that were um, done on. La- they were laser disc. Mm. They were they were all laser disc. Mm-hmm. So um, so I mean, you had that. Space Ace was a lot easier to work with mm-hmm. game wise. It, it was so much easier. So um, so yeah. It also uh, so the Space Ace Replicate is almost an exact reproduction of the '80s game. Uh, the cabinet features the complete Space Ace experience, including an authentic all-top joystick and skill-level buttons, a working digital scoreboard, an illuminated marquee, LED cabinet accents, and USB controller support. It also comes with a mini-prop of the LDV-1000 LaserDisc player, complete with a Space Ace LaserDisc and sleeve. <laughs> wow. Now, the convert. Um, these are selling for $169.99. That's not bad at all. No. Um, the conversion kit edition features everything from the original Space Ace Replicate, plus a cabinet designed to replicate the Dragon Lair form factor, um, a Space Ace filled conversion replacement control panel, and conversion kit cabinet art and red T molding. Wow. And then... Um, Finally, the Dragon Lair Replicate Overhaul Edition is back again after selling out shortly after its 2021 release. Uh, fans who missed out on the initial release could purchase this popular game, which is available in, in black and red variants. Uh, Dragon Lair includes an authentic ball top joystick, action buttons, illuminated marquee LED cabinet accents, USB controller support, and Cinematronics raised letter coin door. It also includes a mini prop replica of the commercial grade laser disc player used in the late production runs of Dragon's Lair in a mini laser disc sleeve. Additionally, the game features special overhaul edition packaging, including four mini arcade tokens, a replica operator's manual, and a Dragon Lair one sheet mini poster. <laughs> Um, but it also looks like, too, with the Space Ace conversion kit, it looks like it comes with a mini poster as well. So, yeah, <laughs> this is pretty cool. One-sixth scale and eight for uh, $169.99. That's, that's pretty cool. 
but they're actual playable games. Yeah, they're playable, yeah. actual playable games. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and then my last story, because I know you brought uh, one more after this to the table. So I will do this last story. Uh, also from popinsider.com, there are some new Doc and Marty figures that will send fans back to the future. Uh, mm. Collectibles manufacturer Mighty Jacks, in partnership with Yarms Studios, releasing original Back to the Future collectibles. Uh, they would have come out this Saturday, uh, the 12th. Uh, the two-piece set, inspired by the fan-favorite scene where Doc Brown and Marty McFly test out the traveling the, the time-traveling DeLorean at Twin Pines Mall, includes an 8-inch Doc figure holding his remote and a 7.5-inch Marty figure holding his camcorder. Both figures' faces feature Yarm Studios' signature style with geometric planes and clean contours for a minimal aesthetic. Um... The figure set will be sold for $349 or three monthly payments of one sixteen thirty three with free worldwide shipping. So, Or your left arm. That too. These look great. <laughs> they do look really nice, yeah. My, my only thing with them is we're seeing them with eyes closed. So I don't know if that is a... I don't know Mighty Jack. Yeah. Mighty Jack's well enough to know yeah. if that's a, a standard of their style. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to their website to see. Um, and I'm guessing it is not their normal. It is not their This is the same group that did the uh, X-Ray My Little Pony figures. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Why why they chose to do um, do these two with the eyes closed, I don't know. But they still are amazing looking figures. So, I, I, I'm truly not going to knock it. It's, it's just being curious. That's all. So... Um, but I am going to let you hit us off with, or send us off with this last story. Well, true believers, uh, we've had a bit of good news come out recently as the Hollywood reporter is reporting. I see what I did there. Uh, (laughs) that we finally are getting some advancement on Deadpool three. Yes, that's right. Uh, the Marvel Comics movie starring Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool 1 and 2, excellent, excellent movies. Yep. Uh, so Deadpool 3 now uh, is getting a director, it looks like, as director Sean Levy is in negotiations to direct Deadpool 3. Now, Sean Levy, uh, you may know most recently from Free Guy, yeah. which came out last year and also starred Ryan Reynolds. And that was a uh, Ryan Reynolds was a video game character that uh, became uh, self-aware, you a, could say. A NP, um, an NPC. An NPC, yes. Uh, um, and uh, it was a pretty good movie. I liked it. Did you see it? I'm in the process now. It, it's been one of those. I started watching it. Watching it minutes at a time. Yeah, I fall asleep. Not because it's not entertaining, because it <laughs> it is. I'm enjoying it. Yes. It's just, it relaxed me enough <laughs> that my body just said <laughs> sleep. Because I've been, I've been going, going, going. So, so yeah, it's just the, the way it's been. So I, I'm getting through it slowly, but it, it's a it's a good slow. Uh, I, I am pleased with what I've been seeing so far and actually can't wait for the sequel. Uh, there is um, there is uh, talk of a sequel. 
Is there? I didn't even know that. Yes. Um, yeah, I went and saw it in the theater with my wife. We both enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, it was fun. And um, so anyway, the director behind that movie is Sean Levy, who will be directing Deadpool 3. And he also directed the recent uh, release, uh, The Atom Project, which is currently on Netflix. Uh. Uh, no word on what we'll see in the new Deadpool movie, but uh, I'm sure it will be full of laughs and uh, adventure, as the first two were. And I believe word is we could be seeing the return of a few characters, such as Josh Brolin as Cable and Zazie Beats as Domino. Oh, cool. So that could be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. So for those who are wondering, uh, yeah, looks like uh, we are going to be getting a Deadpool, another Deadpool sooner than later. And Very cool. I, I am all for that. Mm-hmm. All for that. I'm very excited. So. Which reminds me, uh, did you see that Disney Plus is changing their parental control yes. feature? Yes. To allow, like, to allow the Netflix shows and other? Yes, we have talked about this over on Mighty Marvel Geeks last two weeks. Uh, so the episode dropping this week. And last week's Money Marvel Geeks, we discussed the, the Netflix series coming to um, Disney Plus and how they're going to be throwing the R and TVMA ratings on it and, and establishing tighter parental controls. And also, too, because of this, it is causing um, a stir mm-hmm. with the parents' tel- television council, and they are not happy with Disney about it. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> so, yeah. yep, yep, yep. So to me, it doesn't bother me. I I, I think it's no, it, it's fine. Uh, well, and I mean, and the parents you know, just be parents. Yeah. Hello. That's what the. That's why they have the parental controls. Yep. You, you need to step up. Just be a parent. Yeah. Don't be so, so stupid. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm just gonna leave it with. Got anything else? Or final thoughts? I, I thought I thought I had a final thought, but I forgot what my final thought was. So I guess I don't have a final thought. No final thought. Well, on that note, I'm just going to say everyone have a good week, and we'll see y'all next week. <laughs>